Hi guys, my name is Jordan Risky. I'm an equestrian and event rider based in Michigan, and I'm also a hu huge believer of Jesus Christ and God. So today I'm going to be discussing with you a little bit about my cancer diagnosis and how we really found out that I had cancer and some of the things that seem a little abnormal that maybe if you see them on yourself you might be like oh okay so I might go check this out with my doctor you know just to keep yourself aware of possible um, things that you might see when people have cancer or early diagnosis so let's get started so it was in the beginning of July and I was rubbing and feeling my neck, you know, just like you would when you're sitting there on a couch, you know, after a long, hard day and your neck's a little sore. Um, I had had a large lymph node on my right side of my neck um, previously before this and I had known that and like I wasn't exactly sure what it was from, you know, I thought maybe I was just fighting off some kind of infection, you know, you never really know why your lymph nodes are swollen until you like take antibiotics or go to your doctor, you know. So I was feeling my neck, you know, and I found a small little bump that was very, very close to my throat. And I was like, you know, that's really weird. Like that hasn't been there and that's new, but you know, maybe it's just like some kind of part of my neck that I'm just now feeling, you know, you never know. So I waited probably a week or two and the little spot next to my throat was still there. It had grown a little bit and I was like, you know, this is really weird, really weird. So I told my mom and actually the next day our farrier, her name is Dawn, was out to do our horses and she's actually a registered nurse and works on the infusion floor at the hospital near us. So I was like, hey Dawn, can you come and look at my neck? Um, I have like this weird bump on it and my other lymph node has been kind of swollen. She's like, wait, what? Are you serious right now? Okay, we got to check this out. So she feels my neck and she's like, yeah, that feels a little weird. You know, like, I think you should have your doctor look at it, you know, like, because sometimes when people have cancer, the first thing that comes up is a swollen lymph node. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, oh boy. Okay. So we went on, we actually ended up being able to see my doctor within the next few days. So we went and saw her, my primary care doctor, and she felt my neck and she's like, yeah, this is kind of weird, especially since your bigger lymph node's been swollen for a little bit, and now this other one just popped up. Um, it's kind of weird. So she was really good. She was, like, hitting the ball, running, like, let's figure this out. Let's see what's going on. So she ordered some blood work just to see the baseline of what's going on to make sure that all looked good. The blood work came back really well. Nothing seemed abnormal with that, so that was good. So we needed to hit the ball and find the next piece that we could find on our puzzle. So the next piece was going to a uh, ear, nose, throat specialist. So when I first saw the ear, nose, throat doctor, he was kind of like, you know, let's just start you on some antibiotics. I don't think it's anything to be worried about. You know, you're probably just fighting off some kind of infection. You know, I see this all the time. So we were like, okay. So I did, I think, a few days of um, antibiotics. The lumps are still there. I still feel the same. Like, I was feeling fine other than my neck was swollen. Like, I had all my energy, you know. 
everything was feeling fine. So he's like, the only other thing that we could do is doing a biopsy. And if we do the biopsy, that'll tell us for sure if there's any cancer cells and what's going on in the lymph node itself. So fast forward a few days, I think it might've been a week or two after first seeing him. We had the biopsy done. We were at the hospital for the biopsy and the lady that actually took me back for the biopsy, the ultrasound biopsy of my neck, um, we actually knew her. So that was really, really cool. And it was like, okay, you know, you're going to be all right. You know, I had someone there that I knew who told me, you know, you got this, you're going to be okay. And she was like talking me through it the whole time, which was great. You know, it's really nerve wracking when you have to go in for a certain test and there's a lot weighing on this test itself. So we had the needle biopsy done in my neck and we got the results back. I think a few days later, my doctor called me and he's like, Hey, Hey, Jordan, are you okay? Like, are you with your parents right now? I have some not so good news for you. And I was like, yeah, hold on. They're right here. So my doctor said, so I hate to break it to you, but you do have, we found squamous cell carcinoma in your lymph nodes. So you have cancer. Um, We're not exactly sure where it's coming from. Uh, This is probably just coming from a different source the source probably isn't the lymph node so I'm gonna have you come in and we can talk about this a little bit and go further on with what we could plan on for the next steps in your treatment now since you have cancer and to figure out the root of this so we went in and it kind of really hit me hard when he first said that because it was like oh my gosh I have the big c word the big C word, C-A-N-C-E-R, cancer. You know, that word is so devastating to so many people in our lifetime. And, you know, some people get it and it's just a death note waiting. And so that's what hit me. And, you know, I was freaking out and I didn't know what exactly to do um, other than pray. I sat in my room that day freaking out, like, oh my gosh, like, what am I going to do? Like, I had so many plans coming off, like, with my horses and school, like, with what I was going to try to accomplish this year, you know, and I was just like, oh my gosh, like, everything was coming to a dead halt for that moment in time, and so we hop in the car later that night and head to the hospital. It was me, my mom, my dad, and my brother, and uh, we were on the way there, and I had this sense of stillness come within me, and I wasn't really sure what it was at the time, but... It was almost like someone took a warm blanket and wrapped it around me and was just hugging me from behind, like, saying, you know, you're going to be okay. This is going to be all right. You know, this circumstance and this situation is going to be very difficult for you, but I'm here with you and you're going to be able to get through this. And so I know for a fact that that was the Lord talking to me and being like, you know, no matter the situation, you can always change your attitude towards it and be able to push forward no matter what. So after having that little experience with the Lord, I was like, you know, I'm just going to take his advice and we're going to pick my head up. I'm not going to sulk in this all the time. You know, this diagnosis is going to suck and everything about it sucks because it's cancer. But, you know, I can't change that. And I think... 
it was important for me to have to deal with that because it really showed me just how important the Lord is in our life and how he can really change you and be able to be there and support you. So since we knew the type of can the type of cancer cells that were in my lymph nodes, we needed to find the source. So in order to find the score source, we had to do some a PET scan, an MRI, and some CT scans, as well as some more biopsies. So between the scans, we found that the source was coming from behind my nose, or there was a tumor behind my nose. So in order to figure out if that was the main source, um, we had to do a biopsy where they put me under and they went up my nose and they took a biopsy from the tumor that was right behind my nose. They found out that that was the source of the cancer for my lymph nodes. So after that, we had found a small spot on the top of my lungs from a CT scan that they weren't really sure what it was. Um, they said like if it were to spread the cancer, the next spot would be the lungs. So they wanted to make sure that it hadn't spread. So we did a bronchoscopy which is a biopsy where they go down your throat and they just went to the very top of my lungs and just took a small piece to see if that was cancer or not. And so thankfully it was not. So that was really, really good. And that was really great news for me. So we did that. And so we found out that we needed to treat the cancer in my lymph nodes in my neck. There were some on the right as well as on the left. And then there was the tumor, the main tumor, right behind my nose. So the treatment for that would be chemo with radiation. So we had to set up a plan about it and how we were going to do it. They wanted me to get started right away because they were like, this is a very aggressive cancer and we want to be able to stop it as quick as we can. And so this was probably, this was um, the end of September into October. And so I was working all year with my horse to get ready for the three star at Haggard at the end of October. And so I was like, you know, like what happens if we wait till after the show so then I can do the show and go on with my treatments and then I'll be like, okay, perfect. I got my big goal for the year done and now we're going to worry about my health. You know, they're like, well, we would really, really, really recommend that you start doing the treatments as soon as possible. So they were really wanting me to wait on the show and not do the show, but I had gotten COVID. So I was able to then um, push the treatments back to starting after my three star. So then I got COVID. I was recovering from COVID. I was good. And then I went to my first three star with my mare Breezy and she was just absolutely amazing. We completed it with, she was just great. So I got that done. We came back from Kentucky and I got my port placed in my chest for my treatments. And then the following week I started my treatments. So it was a pretty big journey. You know, I was really, really lucky that the doctors that I had were so really dedicated to me and making it very um quick in my diagnosis because I know a lot of people, they're trying to figure out what type of cancer they have for like at least a year sometimes. And, you know, my doctors figured it out in a few weeks and I was really, really lucky that we could jump on the treatment plan with that.
so what I really want to, like, explain to people and, like, just teach them and hope that they can take away from my experience with cancer is just how hard things can be in your life. And no matter what, you just got to keep going and you just got to keep your eyes up and put your leg on like you're riding a horse and just keep going. You know, you can't just get caught up in the moment and just sulk in what's going on. You can... You can sulk in it for a little bit, but you can't just let it absorb you and just have that over your head all the time. You got to be able to enjoy the little things in life and be able to go out and enjoy the things in your life and do the things you like. So a big lesson that it taught me is like me and my mom, um, she went to most of my appointments with me. And so she, it was really hard on both of us. And we came up with this thing where like, it's okay to be sad and it's okay to be unsure about what's going to happen, but there's a time limit. We'd set like a time limit of zero to 10 minutes. And after that 10 minutes was up, you know, you can cry all you want. You can be sad all you want. Once that 10 minutes is done, you take a deep breath and you'll be like, okay, we're going to figure this out. It's going to be okay. And we're going to move on. We're going to figure it out no matter how hard it is. You know, we're going to get through it. And it's going to be okay. It's going to be really hard. It is going to be hard. But we got this. And, you know, that's just like a constant reminder that you just got to tell yourself all the time. And it's okay to get frustrated with yourself. It's okay to not feel good all the time. But you just have to remember, you just got to push yourself. So for those who don't know, I'm a big believer in uh, Jesus Christ and God, and I like to try and bring him into everything in my life, especially now after going through my treatments and everything, because he was a huge piece of helping me get through what I went through. And, you know, I think something that he has taught me is just how important it is to always just live in the moment that you have in your life and not get so caught up in like the future, you know, um, when I was first diagnosed, you know, I had huge plans of going to Florida in the winter and showing in the winter with my horse and going away, you know, and after getting that first diagnosis, it was like, bam, nothing that's not happening. Um, it was really, it was really hard. Um, it was hard to get over that at first. And then I just started focusing on what was going on in the now and figuring out what we were going to do with my health and focusing on my health and what I could do to get my health better, and the steps to get that to where it needs to be. So I think God really wants us to live in the moment and think about everything that's going on right now and not live in the future and not live in the past either. You know, just be where you are and be happy with where you are. And if you're not happy with where you are, figure out how to make it better. Figure out ways to bring in life and joy into your days, no matter what it is. Maybe listening to Spanish music. I love Spanish music. If you put on some like Pitbull or my favorite song, Don Zakuro, oh my gosh, favorite song ever. It will literally put me in the best mood ever. It doesn't matter like if I'm sad or mad or whatever. If I put that song on, I literally will start dancing no matter what. So, you know, you just got to find your little tick and how you find your happiness in your days. So that's my little piece of advice for you today. hope you guys had a good time listening to me and learned something and had some fun learning about my journey through this past half year or whatnot. So thank you for listening. I hope you have a good day and God bless you.